We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 4 DraftKings picks, lineup breakdown, and... Discussion. What are we going to do to build our lineups this week? If you have not joined the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League on DraftKings, as of yet, it's almost full, so you best go get your spots right now, all right? Hit the description. It's down there for free, as is runthesims.com. Not free, but if you use runthesims.com slash mayo, you get 10% off any of the membership levels. You want a weekly, you get 10% off that. And you can always upgrade with the discount after the fact. And if you lock yourself in for the annual, it's an actual 12 months. So it'll bring you through week four of next season, if that's how you want to get on it in when you're doing your upgrades. Run all your simulations. 10,000 simulations in less than 10 seconds. Like... This is the tool that you want if you're serious about playing. Additionally, the newsletter is free to sub to. That's down in the description as well. And I'll have a full detailed injury report on Saturday, all the updated information that we have. And then I'll update that all the way up until kickoff if you save the link. So sub to the Mayo Media Newsletter. Tyler Tambellini, winning again. Yeah. You can't not win. Oh, it's nice. It's not, not the big enough wins. I, I want the biggest one, but hopefully Jeez. this weekend, you know, got the ticket last night for the Mega Millie. So may, maybe that I'll flip last night's okay night into a, a Millie, Millie winner. We'll see what happens there. I, I like that you're running so pure. Yes. Runpuresports.com, by the way, for Tambo stuff. That like a 20K wins, like, yeah, it could be better. 
Yeah, just it was. I'm not complaining ever. People say it's like it's just that when you have those wins, like last week, I, I shipped the showdown slate. We talked about that on Friday. We went outside here at Friday and talked about the President's Cup slate, which you shipped. Shipped that was good. They're solid wins. You want the six figure and beyond to sort of change your season. So for this week, like I said, just keep the focus on and had a good night last night in showdown again. Bring it into the weekend here with this show. We we crushed last week. A lot of a lot of good calls on this show. The Mariota one being one of the strongest. I think when we just simplified it and said it's this, 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 run it back with this, that was actually my best lineup last week. And I, and I think we have some interesting discussions to go through this week about how the builds are going to look and what people are going to do. So let's yeah. jump into that. Smash the like and sub to the channel, by the way. Uh, additionally, you can do me a solid and... Rate and review the podcast. Download the podcast. Even if you're not big into podcasts and you watch this on YouTube, subscribe, auto-download, help out the show. Only means we can have some more content. I'll be back on Saturday as well, along with the newsletter, having that full injury breakdown, props for the weekend, updated rankings, if that is more your speed. Optimal. How do you play optimally this week? So I'm looking at Run the Sims, and I took two guys out because I think that they're not going to play. Josh Allen ends up as the optimal quarterback. When you run, listen, it takes 10,000 lineups is the one that ends up being the most optimal. You can make some adjustments and have it tell you a completely different story. But it's high-end running backs, high-end quarterback, value the rest of the way is how the optimal and the generators are spinning everything out. So it's Josh Allen, Saquon, Jonathan Taylor. It's a lot of money for your first three guys, which means you need Curtis Samuel, Zay Jones, Zach Ertz, Titans D players like Richie James is going to be a popular one this week. Yeah. Although I don't know if I really want to get on any of the like Barkley's fine because they're going to use Barkley over and over and over and over again. But I don't know if I want anyone from the pass catching core of the Giants. Yeah, I'm more interested than you are, I guess, at least in the Richie James. But I'll talk about how we'll play it and go what, through. What that, about but- David Sills V? People like it. Yeah, I, I don't know. What about Galladay? You know, he dropped his one chance there. He's got to come back at some no, point. No, there's but. no chance that guy's coming back. <laughs> I, I will say this. My how the times have changed, right, Pat? We were here last weekend. What did we discuss? Oh, running backs are a joke. Don't worry about running backs. Don't use them in your flex at all. Play the cheapest ones. Make whatever you can fit fit. Play these high-end wide receivers. They'll crush. No, they did not. Now we're here week four, just a short week later. And, oh, it's time to get back on these top-end running backs. You know, fill it out. You got to get... Allen, you got to get all these guys. So that is the most interesting point, the Buffalo-Baltimore game, for sure. You've got those two guys going back and forth. Uh, most interesting to me is actually Lamar on the other side. Yeah. He's, he's been doing just as much. And I know because that's what everyone's starting to say now, by the time we get to Sunday, he'll come up some. But right now, it's just way easier, right, to go Allen, Diggs, Andrews. But the start of the week, Monday, when I was doing review shows, once we received power back and everything <laughs> ready to go, it was like... Just play Andrews and Lamar. They work so well together. Just play them and see what fits. So we know people are going to stack this game up. We know from last week, examples like Mahomes, Kelsey, and just run it back with Pittman can work. I see. It's funny because when you talked about in the, I played two higher stakes tournament with my two main lineups. I had the Mariota onslaught. Mariota, Pitts, Drake, bringing it back. I I picked DK and not Lockett. Whatever. They're both fine. They were both fine. But that one didn't cash. It just missed out on the cash. And the one that did cash was the Mahomes, Kelsey, Pittman, just because I had like Olave in that lineup and I had Romeo Dubs in that lineup. Like it was the other pieces that helped that one come through. Uh, And it's funny because if you got into that $4,000 range at receiver, like I didn't play any Mac Collins. That was stupid. I was like, yeah, everyone's playing Mac Collins. Screw Mac Collins. Henry Mac Collins, secondary correlation. Well, it's funny because I had the Henry and Titans in that lineup. I just didn't have any bring back. I was like, ah, this will be my correlation here with this one. I already have the other correlation. Let's not worry about that. But you just miss out on some of these. I mean, if Renfro sits again, are you going to use Matt Collins again? 
It might be a one-hit one wonder there. I don't, I don't know about that yet. I have him on the list, a question mark beside him. But to your point there and what you were saying is, is exactly true. Sometimes you just land on a better or different, in this case, that turns out to be better, roster construction. Because as we talked about last week, everyone wanted to play those higher-end wide receivers. Once you went Mahomes, Kelsey, Pittman, you were sort of forced off that construction. I was going to say, though, that I do see that here again this week. When you talk about just getting after this Buffalo-Baltimore game, you sort of put yourself in the same construction as others. So I think there's two ways to go about it. One is we'll go to other games, which people will do that anyway. Two, it's to overstack this game. And I think that's a better conversation because like I said, in the higher dollar stakes and what we talked about there with the Mahomes, Kelsey Pittman, you can easily see that with Allen Andrews Diggs or vice versa with using Lamar over Allen at the top in the same stack. But how many people are going to plug in a Zach Moss, a McKenzie, a Duvernay, um, James Re- Cook, going Re- even further off the board, pa- all these guys. Paul's guy, Reggie Gillum. Reggie I, Gillum. <laughs> I would throw Isaiah Likely into this mix too, yeah. to tell you the truth. just I mean, then you play double tight end. That's not like optimal, but it saves you a ton of money, and it just gives you a different way to attack that game. I don't know what I want to do with this game. This reminds me, it feels like we have one of these games three weeks a season where there's the one game that everyone identifies as like, wow, this is going to be like 50 to 45. Need to have this game. I'd like to know what the history would be looking back at it of what if you just avoid that game and let everyone else kind of like rake themselves. And if it doesn't get there, you just eliminate the entire field and you're on the, like, I feel like that Seattle Detroit game is the game that you want to be on this week. Yeah, because I, it has all these injuries. No one really knows who's playing. So anyone building lineups right now or looking at anything, it's like, oh, well, you know, you can use Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown. It's like, well, what if Amon Ross St. Brown doesn't play? What if DJ Chark doesn't play? What if Hawkinson doesn't play? We know DeAndre Swift isn't playing. Does that mean everyone's going to use Jamal Williams from that game? I don't want to use Jamal Williams. Yeah. I'd rather use Goff, Josh Reynolds, and Hawkinson and bring it back with like Lockett or Penny or something like that. And I'm going to be the only loser doing that, and I'll probably end up losing all my money. But if 75% of people are doing it one way and 2% of people are doing it that way, that's the side I'd rather be on. Yeah, and I can tell you only from experience, I don't have the numbers here in front of me and all that, but typically the spot that we have here in Buffalo, Baltimore is pretty good only because we don't have a bunch of other games to go to. You just mentioned one. We'll get to a couple others. I'm going to say it's not like a situation where you have three totals that are all 55 or 54. In that range, you just don't have a lot of good options. I think it is a better way to go about it. And you took my line from later, but I said, I was going to say, I'm likely going to be leveraging Mark Andrews and I won't play both. I will actually play him instead. Hope that he eats his lunch because in both those stacks I mentioned, whether you use Allen or Lamar, the constant is that it'll be Diggs and Andrews and Andrews being the biggest one. I think you can take a shot on a guy like likely in this spot and it will allow you to do what others can't do. Most playing Lamar, Andrews, Diggs, or put Josh Allen up there cannot get those expensive running backs in that you talked about. If I go to likely, I can, and I still am on the same game, the same spot, the same stack, just swapping one piece out and hoping for leverage in that way. You think McCaffrey's going to play? Seems likely back at practice again. I mean, just going to be a constant thing with him right now. It's whether or not do you think it matters if he plays because the guy has not been coming through. And even right now, even with the stuff I'm looking at, I know Taylor's popping up in your your optimals and your numbers there, but it looks like he should if you're paying up. He looks like the guy to me at the top that would be a good option to go to. Even if you want to go off of Barkley in favor of him, I just think it's a good spot. Yeah, looking at the ownership right now, Barkley is likely to be the highest of the top-end running backs. But points per dollar, just the savings, the $700 savings, the $900 savings that you get on him seems so good right now. And then we just have all these injuries that we don't know what to do with. Like, is David Montgomery going to play? 
Probably not. Swift is probably out. Kamara seems like he's going to play. McCaffrey's a question mark. I was really surprised that even running through a zero, like zero touches and bumping up Khalil Herbert to, let's say, like 60% of the workload and just, you know, giving a few to fields, giving a few to the backups, everything like that, that he wasn't popping up in the optimals, which I found really, really bizarre. Because I feel like he's an absolute lock play, and I think others will think the same thing. I think it's good for tournaments. Like you said, I think what it, what it is is uh, just a product of what DraftKings has done with the pricing. They did it last night on the showdown slate. Had guys priced up in case of injury, like Teddy Bridgewater was priced up till we found out Tua was playing. P. Ryan was priced up, and we found out we were good to go there. This is the same situation. Khalil Herbert's almost 6000 He's not 4000 here. Yeah, but I think that's a great price right now, though, because you're getting the Taylor... McCaffrey, Barkley type of workload for $2,000 cheaper. Yeah, and it's still a fair price. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's just it doesn't become a free square as much for others. Also, I don't know on your stuff to check it out, but most of the sites are still projecting Montgomery with with it being in with points until we get the news. So that will lo- knock, knock him down on your optimals, on your sheets, things that you're looking at as you're making your lineups early. Yeah, No, yes, but I went in and physically... If you removed him... And you I, I removed him completely and then ran it again with Herbert and it was like, ugh. And like it didn't bump him. Wow, it didn't. It, it, well, it bumped him. Obviously, he was still like the top ten of running backs in terms of like the optimal percentage. But like Jamal Williams still had better, and I just don't agree with that. I think that Jamal Williams is a fine play. He'll probably get his twenty touches, and he has the goal line work. But with Herbert, you're looking at a circumstance where you're playing the Giants, who can't stop anything, a team that doesn't want to throw the ball. Like this could legitimately, if Montgomery doesn't play, we could see thirty plus touches for Herbert. Yeah, and I like it too because it's the other factor that we talked about earlier. And you're not interested in Reggie, sorry, Richie James, but I was going to say we're thinking Reggie Gilliam again. But <laughs> if you are not interested in that, the other thing is what we just had last week, right? It was uh, Pierce going up against Chicago. Actually, had a pretty decent game, 18.1 DraftKings points. You look at this situation here. If Barkley is going to be the chalk, as it looks like he will, and you don't want to go that route, at least in some of your lineups, even if you play 40% Barkley because you're invested in him, you want him on your lineups. You can still have Herbert and just use him in lineups that don't have Barkley and leverage that spot by playing him on the other side. Again, if Montgomery's out, I definitely think it's an interesting spot and becomes a lot better than it currently is. So who do you like at running back this week? Like you see Jamal Williams is 6,100 bucks. Josh Jacobs is 55. You have Herbert down at 57. Damian Pierce is still only $5,600. James Conner is $6,300. And all of the talk coming out of Cliff Kingsbury's mouth this week has been, we need to get Conner back more involved and everything. Singletary coming off a great week. I mean, Pollard just looks better than Zeke at this point, although yeah. they were facing the Giants. So that's going to make, even if you're dusty, it's going to make you look pretty good. The one I actually like, not the best, mind you, but I think Rashad Penny is in a great spot. If, like, You want to save money at running back? Use Rashad Penny. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. That's the first one I was going to say when I talked to you. I was going to say this earlier, actually, when you mentioned that that game. I was saying even if you don't want to get after the stacks there and you're not as comfortable with the quarterbacks, I like using Penny and I like using him because, again, you're obviously going against Jamal Williams being high-owned and you have guys like Hawkinson will wait on this Amon Ross St. Brown and Chark News to see, but you could have a nice little secondary stack there, whether it's Hawkinson and Penny because we still want pieces of that game, right? Even if you want to overstack the Buffalo-Baltimore game, your other pieces should be after another game that looks like there's going to be scoring. You're just saying that game's not going to be as high scoring or give you the ceiling you want like the Buffalo Baltimore one will. Why not plug in some pieces and Penny and one of those opposite guys on the Detroit side seems perfect for me. So I like him. I like that you mentioned Pollard. 
again, this is a thing where we're figuring it out. Like we're almost like the Denver Broncos situation where, look, we want Javante to be the guy. But he's but not. He's just not getting it, man. They're going to save him. They're going to contend. Gordon's not screwing up. Like he's still doing enough. I don't know if Zeke is doing enough. Last game was a better spot facing the Giants, like you said. And Pollard still looked very good, very fresh. Every time they bring him in, it felt like 10 yards. Just bring him in for a play. Boom. First down. Like, in the spot that we're getting, and I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves here talking defense, but every defense versus Carson Wentz has looked pretty good. I think it's going to happen again this week, and I think Dallas could get all over them here, and that's what you got with a guy with Pollard where he should play late in the game still too. So I think that's uh, a good spot here for, for Dallas against Washington. If you wanted to do the opposite of what we kind of talked about, like all the Sims are saying the high-end running backs, high-end Barkley, Taylor, McCaffrey, even Eckler, and Eckler's not going to be owned whatsoever, so that's somewhat intriguing. Derrick Henry always eats up Indianapolis. No one really wants to go to him. Yeah. So there are capable pivot points at the very top, but I just look at the the money I can save this week at running back, I feel is pretty substantial. Now, I've been whiffing, like swing and a miss at running. I keep playing Leonard Fournette. That's, that's the problem. And they don't have an offensive line or any other weapon, so he gets his 25 <laughs> touches for 60 yards, and he scores like... So bad. It's, 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 it's brutal to watch because the opportunity is there. But we're not getting anything from it. Yeah, it's, it's like insane. 13 DraftKings points. Like, okay. Yeah. So I see Penny. And, like, these are not locked-in situations by any means. But Travis Homer's on IR. He has his ribs problem. So he's now out of the equation. So now it's a three-man team in Seattle against one of the league's worst run defenses who wants to push the pace. You know, how are you going to slow down their pace? You're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. What did we see last week? It was like a 73% split for Penny. Now, could that be Ken Walker this week? Maybe. Is it going to be DJ Dallas? Probably not. Yeah. And Penny, as we've seen, I mean, he had that historic run to end last year. Is that, listen, you're not going to trust this guy every single week, but he does have substantial upside. Like, he's he's a guy who makes one guy miss and run for 60 yards. He's one of those guys who are great for GPPs. Like, they're going to let you down a lot of the time, but I think this is a really nice spot. And the other one is Ramondre. 5200 bucks. Packers worse by DVOA against the run. Like, how are the Patriots going to try to limit the Packers this week. They're going to try to run as much as possible. And yeah, Harris might steal some of your goal line work. That's par for the course. But he's $5,200. He played way more than Harris a week ago. And he's the one who's going to catch passes out of the backfield if it comes down to it. It's not going to be Harris. So those two, I'm not saying you need to play them together or anything like that, but I think they provide a great salary break. I like the Ramondre one more, personally. With Penny, uh, oh, sorry, I like the Penny one more. We talked about it earlier. Bob Barker, right? The price is right. We definitely like that about him. We're looking for cheaper options. He makes sense from that perspective. I was going to say, I like the Ramondre one as well because I do like Dobbs still in that game. Me and I too. Think, again, if you get that little secondary stack, I know there's already a little bit of talk of like Rodgers is pretty cheap at 6,300 going back to quarterback for two seconds. But do you really want to stack that up like that? Or can I just play Ramondre, Stevenson, and Dobbs and still go after these other spots where those savings let me fit in some of these other things that we want well the weird thing is if Dobbs goes off that doesn't necessarily mean Rogers went off right oh it's for sure true that's what I'm saying yeah and what else do you want to put into the stack how far do you want to go with it like again I'll see how things play out as the weekend moves on here we're pretty deep into it being Friday but I do think that's an interesting secondary stack that you brought up um some of the ones from earlier like I said Taylor the Eckler piece I think that's good. Again, we're still waiting on, we'll see, like Justin Herbert, I said, read today, like he's got to see if he wants to get the shot or whatever. He'll get it. He'll get the shot. He should, but I'm saying what didn't work, like what happened last weekend against Jacksonville? Just got... I mean, they lost Slater, and then now they don't have Slater, and now they can't block. And Obosa, too, on the other, so... And top five pass rush coming at you from Houston very sneakily. Yeah. 
I'm, I was going to say that. I was, you know, but that that could mean, hey, I have no time. Dump off, dump. That could be like a 13 catch game. Well, for that, Eckler. So what? When was that? I forget which game it was. I don't have it in front of me. But wasn't it the end of that last game just a couple weeks ago when we Jeez. saw all those dump offs? Everyone's like, oh, Eckler didn't do anything. And then on the last two drives, it was like Eckler did quite a bit. Actually, yeah, he had like 23 points. Now we might get a whole game of that. And what is he? 7,700 this week in a and, decent spot. And no so. one's using him. Yeah. But just looking at his actually his projected ownership right now is 11. I it's still too early to really project ownership out. I think in very productive ways. The other stack that I wanted to go to. So we can continue to work on what this Buffalo Baltimore stack looks like. But let's talk about some of the other games. I kind of gave you some options for the Detroit Seattle game, Mm -hmm. which I do like. And I think that using Goff at quarterback all of a sudden, you know, alleviates any set. If you still want to pay up and use Barkley, you can in that lineup. No one's really going to Goff, despite the fact that people like that game because they're so afraid of, is this guy going to play? But here's the thing. It's a one o'clock game. You're going to know who's going to play. Right. When they say that Amon Ra St. Brown is active, he's going to have like 2% ownership because everyone waited all week not to play him because they think that he's not going to play. And if he's out, you just adjust. Like, it's not that hard to do. You just need to be paying attention an hour before lock. Yeah, here's the best thing about that game and why I have interested had it start up here too to talk about with you is because it's exactly, and remember I hinted at earlier, so my Atlanta lineup last week was my best one. When they played Seattle, the reason we liked it sitting here in the studio was because it was just easy to plug in. It was Mariota, it was London, it was Pitts. If you wanted to put CPAD in some of those in large field, go ahead. And it was Lockett or Metcalf on the other side. Well, that didn't change. We have Penny in the mix now that we could mix into this. So you've got three guys where you're basically only needing to play one. But on Goff's side, not only is it usually pretty condensed already, but now we're going to get the news. And with these injuries, it might be even more condensed. So you're going to know who to go to there. And it allows you to fit whatever else you want without worrying about you know, chalk at running back or chalk at tight end or whatever else it might be. Obviously, if you have Hawkinson in there, you don't have to worry about that. But I'm just saying you could go Goff, whoever the wide receiver is, and Hawkinson, pick one of those guys from the other side. It could even be Penny, because to your point you alluded to earlier, maybe he busts off that 80-yarder quick, and that gets the flow going back and forth earlier for the stack we want. Don't forget, Atlanta-Seattle last weekend looked like a big-time slate breaker at halftime. It fizzled out. All those guys just did their little 15 points, but it was like 24-20 at the half. You're like, oh, let's go, baby. And then it was like that at the end of the game, too. It was not good. But either way, this is a good spot, I think, for sure. And even if people say they're getting on it, I don't think it's you know going to be near what you think it's going to be. No, so I'm happy. Because there's, there's such a FOMO of missing out on Baltimore and Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. So I built a lineup. The first lineup I built was a golf lineup this week. Now, I'm using Amon Ross St. Brown in this lineup because... Why not? Obviously. He's there until he's not going to be there. Right. But put it this way. If he doesn't play, I'm not going to play him in the lineup. Your lineup Trust only gets better because you get to you move that money around to build up somewhere else probably. And I faded DK because I have this whole theory about Akuda taking out the best receiver on the other team. Now, some people will say that he's not physically able to keep up with DK. DK is too big for him to cover. I mean, yeah, A.J. Brown and Justin Jefferson are big receivers. I don't think they're quite the size of DK, but he took those two guys. He took Devonta Smith, and he took uh, took Devonta Smith, and he took Terry McLaurin, and he took Justin Jefferson completely out of games. Right. Now, do you think that he's going to do that to Lockett or DK? Because I think that he's going to do it to one of them. I think it would be DK. I'm, I'm higher on Lockett this week. I had him in front of him for, for a reason. Last week, even still, obviously DK got the touchdown, and that sort of looked good, and I was down on that same lineup. I was like, oh, Lockett. But Lockett had so many more. Like, he had the opportunities were there, and he, he just racked up the PPR quicker. We've seen him have the ceiling, too, so I kind of like that. And why not take out the bigger body and let Lockett just get loose on you? Again, it still is Geno Smith throwing the ball. So Who's not bad, by the way. People are liking him for this week. I think he's, again, not like crazy love. Who cares? But I, I'm, I'm like with you on the other side. I think the Seattle side is just so condensed, which works for Gino, but 
I like the Detroit side better. I think Goff has shown more upside, so I'm going to go with that side. So you got Goff, Brown, St. Brown, and Hawkinson as the Detroit side. And I just feel like that's going to be relatively unpopular because people will jam Jamal Williams into their lineup. And if they use Jamal Williams, they won't want to use Goff. They won't want to use the receivers. That's the piece from the Lions side that they'll want to use with Swift out. Then you bring it back, lock it and penny. Just just overstack the game and hopefully it shoots out. That's the whole point of this stack too, by the way, for those just catching up. Like (laughs) Jamal Williams is going to be the highest owned and probably, I mean, at 6,100, I get it. But then when you start looking at some of the underlying stuff and I'll have the tidbits thread out, there's some good ones on his work. Uh, workload even without Swift and guys like that where it's not as incredible as what you might think. I don't think his workload changes in Iota. Now he has a great workload as it is, but like where I see Herbert just bumping up to like the moon in terms of touches, I don't see, I, I just really believe we'll see the exact same snap share, the exact same amount of touches, exactly what he does every single week. Now, if you play him in the week where he scores two touchdowns, it's great. If he doesn't score those two touchdowns, it's like, oh, he, he, 20 carries for 98 yards and two catches for eight yards. Like, great. Yeah. One thing about last week that ties into this spot that we're talking about right here, because I'm going to get to it, but like last week with Montgomery, right? And everyone's like, oh, look what he would have got. Herbert came in and did it too. It is true. They also would have split. From that sense. But some of that would have still been split up. And if you weren't, I I know for sure, great. some of the best tournament players out there were still playing Herbert last week before the game started. Because if you don't believe in a guy, but you like the spot, you're allowed to believe in his backup. I know it seems crazy, but all that money you save. And this week, it's Craig Reynolds. Jamal Williams is 6,100. You just said it, and I agree with it. If nothing changes for him, well, what about Craig Reynolds? Six last week. He had three the week before that. They were already mixing him in with Swift and Williams there. There's a problem. What's your problem? He's not practicing. Yeah, well, I know, we're, we're, uh, well who is? That, well, it's, just, it's basically just Jamal Williams at this point. So that means, I believe they were signed Jamar Jefferson. Like, I don't know how deep they're they go but like one of those guys i mean not that you'd want to play one of those guys but they've never ever just used one ever that's what i was trying to say exactly that again we have to wait on all their injuries for building the stack out i'm just saying some people aren't looking at it it's justin jackson who's been active but playing special teams yeah former uh chargers awful running back justin jackson would be the guy after craig reynolds and i think that he would get some work in the circumstance so you have those two stone minimum too yeah four thousand yeah that I don't really feel like the unless you can really bank on the volume for a four thousand dollar running back, I'd rather play a twenty or a three thousand dollar receiver who might have one catch for eighty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Again, in large field stuff, a lot of the higher dollars or sorry, the um, higher larger field qualifiers and stuff like that. I'm saying this is what you see the best players do all the time. I do it myself. I think it's great where you're banking on the spot and something you don't believe in. I still believe this spot is good. We, these guys can get run all over. I'm saying I don't care. I'll take on that risk in the exact same spot where I just destroy those Jamal Williams lineups, if not. And in the meantime, with Jackson or Reynolds, we'll see who's in there, you pick up $1,400 to $2,100 to spend on the rest of your roster. I, I do truly believe Herbert still would have been a big part of that, what he did last week. Wouldn't have been all the work, and Montgomery would have been something, But and the injury doesn't help his case. But I think Herbert still would have been involved, and I know a lot of people still played him before the game started, which means before the injury happened. Boston Scott is not playing this week for the Eagles. Sanders is $6,000. Do you have any interest in him, or are the options around him just far too enticing? We'll see how much steam he picks up. I literally never want to play this guy when he picks up ownership because remember, he got his first touchdown in over 600-something days a couple weeks ago. So the point being, he looks better, of course. When you get Scott out of there, you still have to remember they have Jalen Hurts. 
um, Gainwell, guys like that that they can still plug in and use and who knows what else. I actually prefer um, going back right back to the well, A.J. Brown, instead of the Devontae Smith love from the big week. But to me, that's the spot you have to think about what you're doing with Hertz because Hertz is still popular as he always is. The guy just seems to continue to break every slate. And then on top of it, he's now the guy that's $100 less than Lamar and 200 less than Josh Allen. So, you know, what, what are you doing with Hertz this week? He's still getting more ownership. That's what's pulling away from Lamar Jackson this week. I'd rather play Lamar. Yeah. Just because I find his options. I guess you could, I mean, with the way that Hertz has been playing, if you really want to like super stack, Hurts because people are just playing Hurts by himself, or maybe with one of Smith. They'll or pick Brown. one, yeah, usually. Or, but I mean, just pick one of those guys, pick Goddard, and go to town. Bring well, bring back some Zay Jones action. I was gonna say this. That's where I was kind of. Or going. go the Lawrence side. I'm just so tired of this quarterback situation this week, where it is just like Allen Lamar, who else? And we're picking on spots that we can pick up guys and use them. I want to add one more in a second, maybe two, but. This spot here with Hertz, I, I'm getting tired of saying just looking at this guy and saying I have to fade him because the ownership. Once you put him with AJ Brown, Goddard, and just pick one of like a Kirk and a Zay Jones on the other side, can you just do that? Do you like Trevor Lawrence to go the other way? I kind of like you know Lawrence, Zay Jones, Kirk, run it back with AJ Brown. Like I feel good about that. It, you know, it's almost like the Mariota one last week. I just feel like you're just easily setting it up and just running that. One of the things that I like this week, you just hit on the you hit on the secret secret name of the day. Mariota, Mariota, London, Pitts, Nick Chubb. Why doesn't that work? To like people think that like in their mind, because coming into the season, the Cleveland defense is really good. It's not. It's yeah. bottom ten in both pass and rush. The Atlanta defense is horrible, and Chubb continues. He's been the best running back by far. No one wants to use him. Those been really good too for them. Amari. Yeah, that's the one spot on the field where Atlanta's good. They can put A.J. Tyrell on him, who has not actually been that good this season. So he can be exploited. Yeah, well, it's true. Let's throw Cooper into this mix, too. Njoku? Uh, he's hurt. He might not play. Well, see, it. I know the same thing. but a- And I hate his gut, so I'm never playing. Okay, I was going to say. But if just you do, saying Chubb makes it tougher, but I hear where you come from. And, I, and Chubb looks really good in this but, spot. But Mariota's sure. so cheap. Pitts yeah. is cheap. Well, we know them now. Like I said, we know what they do. It's, and but, It's easy to stack. But I'm looking at the ownership. No one's playing Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, what's the total on that game right now? I think the, I saw it was 40. It's 47 and a half. Like, yeah. it's one of the higher ones of the week, and it's the game that no one wants. And it's the easiest to actually correlate with a stack. Unless CPAT runs for 150 yards. That's what you have to avoid. And he did that last week, and they still almost all got there. Yeah, that, they were, like I said, everyone was on the cusp of that game. They all had a good game, not a great game. It looked like it was going to blow it up at halftime. And like I said, Pitts came just shy of the bonus, all those factors. So they turned it over in the in the red zone at the very end of the game, and then it flipped back, and then they, you know, Seattle just lost. But the uh, the setup was good. It was all there. And if you go through that, where's let me throw in a D on this. So you use Mariota, Chubb, London, Cooper, Pitts. Cheap defense, less than 2500 bucks. You have 5600 per player left for a running back, a receiver, and a flex. So if you really wanted to, you could use Khalil Herbert. He's, what, 5,700, so you're back at your average. One sec, Paul. Um, And then you can either cheap out on a receiver, use a 4,100. You can almost get, like, back up to Barkley if you wanted wanted to. Mm -hmm. You can still get another stud running back or a stud receiver into that lineup if you wanted to play it that way. Or you could just go, hell, you could go Herbert or go Ramondre, a $6,500 receiver and a sixty low $6,000 flex. Like, all of that actually fits that lineup. It's not very expensive. And you get Chubb, who 
I just don't think people are going to go to independently. They'll and, use Barkley for $100 more. Yeah, and Chubb is a great play again. He was the same. He was the leverage play off Barkley just two weeks ago, and now it looks like it just could be that again, right? He's not getting any ownership there. 7900 bucks. Basically, the you know not the same projection, but their ceilings are, are very similar. So I think that's a way you can make a spot to go to it there. Paul, what was your question? Um, not a question, more of an update. Rappaport five minutes ago said that Amon Ra St. Brown is out. Ooh, cursed. Jeez. The Ander curse. The Ander curse. Uh, He's showing up now after a hot start. All sure. right, so let's let's amend this lineup that I have right here with Amon Ra in it. So I had to take Amon Ra out. Um, I don't know whether Chark is going to play or not. Would you prefer Chark or Reynolds? <laughs> I like Chark. I'm a truther, but... Again, you know, he wasn't practicing either, so we'll see. It sounds like, you know, you so, can plug him in for now, though. So let's throw Reynolds in there, just because yeah. he seems like he's going to play. Yeah. Good him idea. or Quintez Cephas, my guy. Who's their other guy? I thought they had, like, Khalif Raymond or they, something. Well, yeah, but he, like, returns kicks. Yeah. But, like, Chark has taken over the Raymond and Cephas spot as, like, the deep threat guy. At least now, here's the th- one thing that I like about Reynolds. Like, he's an underneath route runner, runs very crisp routes, very good hands. The routes that they were throwing to Amon Ra are those routes, except he's so good after the catch, he's turning it into a 50-yard gain. Reynolds isn't doing that. We don't need him. We don't necessarily need him to. He's half the price. He's 4,600 bucks. Like, can he get eight eight for 88? Yeah. 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 Can he score a touchdown? He did last week. And Goff, Reynolds, Hawkinson, just run it back with your your player of choice. I I got Penny and Lockett in this lineup, but now I have an extra $4,000 to play with. Yeah. And I, I already have Barkley in. I have Dubs in. I have Herbert in. Like, I can upgrade... The penny spot, if I wanted to, let's say, hey, we get rid of Penny or we get rid of Romeo Dubs. So at receiver, we have 8,500. I can have any receiver on the board I want. Yeah, which I love. Diggs? This is what I'm talking about, though. Like, if you want it, that's the whole point. Again, the thing about, I guess it works for Diggs still. I always have a challenge with that spot, though, is because, like, if he gets 40. You need Allen. It's likely that (laughs) Allen was involved. But again, to each their own. You can build it out somewhere else. You can, by rule, like, you can actually pick it up somewhere else. Of course, I'm saying... If he has that big game that you want, you kind of want to double leverage, in my opinion, because you don't need to do that. You I would think Pittman's else. probably the move. Yeah, Pittman's, Pittman's so great. safe when he plays. Pittman's great. But, always... but that spot is so good that you just mentioned, like, you even picking it up. Even if you go to Chark, it means, like, a little bit less expensive of a receipt. Like, there's just so many options that it gives you. And now you're still in a 48-point total game where we know that there's no real defense get going back and forth. And you could still start fitting other pieces around it and not having to worry about it. And I think once you're going there, you're already saying this Buffalo-Baltimore game just isn't for you. You maybe pick up a running back and a receiver if you wanted to, but you just don't have to. You'd use one of their defenses? Could do that. Ravens D or Bills D and hope there's just a return touchdown, a pick six, like whatever if they give up 40 points. Ravens got JPP now. Look out. Watch out for Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, exactly. These two teams, man. Guys from, uh, what, 2014? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 they're just... Big signings. Yeah, so someone on both these teams, like, they put up one of those, like, uh, uh, the, the Pro Bowl selections from 10 years ago, and they were like, oh, are these guys available? It's like, are you tickets or trying to win games? <laughs> you, these people know the name, but I don't think it's going to help you much more than you would expect. So I, I love that stack. I like that. There was two cheap ones I wanted to ask you about. Uh, just a little bit of love I'm hearing on them. One, Cooper Rush. With Lamb, could have had a much bigger game last game. Obviously yeah. dropped that huge one. Supposed to get Gallup back. So you'd have an easy stack on that side. Yeah, but I don't know how much Gallup is going to play. That's true. Right? Noah Brown. He loves Noah Brown. He already did love Noah Brown before. Schultz might be back for this game, too. I don't Schultz. expect him to be. But you could almost run it the other way, too. Cor- well, that's the other side I have is the Wentz side with... 
Pollard, Dallas D, Wentz, Samuel, McLaurin. <laughs> you always want to play that against him just because. I do. Works. I do. I mean, he might give up nine sacks. Well, we were going to talk about D later, and we want Dallas, the number one on the board. I'm saying even at the higher price, and it doesn't look like the ownership is going to be that way because people don't want to pay up. But you just talked about when you get to these other stacks and stuff. I know it's a thousand bucks more than what other people are spending on D. But it's like if it works and you you love the rest of your lineup and you're not overstacking the Buffalo-Baltimore game, why not at least pick up a D that could change that or, or do a good break the slate for you in the sense of do much better than what other people are doing in that spot by spending that 1000 bucks. I like McLaurin in this game because he's going to get digs one-on-one. And he digs my pickoff once five times. That's great. I really don't care. But McLaurin's going to get behind him. And Wentz is going to throw it up to him. Yeah. <laughs> like he's going to have his shots going deep here. So Wentz, McLaurin... Samuel. Samuel or Dotson, because Samuel's... I'd rather have Samuel. I, I like Dotson more. Do- Dotson just doesn't play enough. Like, at least they use him in the red zone. That's that's fine. That's what I want. But the more of the few... Pa- past few weeks when Logan Thomas has started running more routes and playing more, that has affected Dotson and not Samuel. Like, Samuel's always on the field. Yeah, you could also just play this one the one way. Yeah. Like, once you go Wentz, McLaurin, you're already way different. Pick your guy. <laughs> like, Wentz, McLaurin, Lamb... I would say Dallas. I would I would throw Dallas D as a part of my stack with Wentz. You can. Wentz is going to give that. Wentz is going to give them points. Yeah, like that's a lock for thirteen fantasy points. But then I mean, if you're doing that, you might as well just lock Dallas into all your lineups. Because you're saying it's I'm willing. I'm going against their core, which is fine. We've talked this a hundred times. Saying, but that's my point. If you're you're if you're that far in, we just already know who your defense of the week is. That's who you're rolling. Like you're using them everywhere. It depends on, but it also depends. Like that's cheap. I can get away with that and use the Dallas D. So yeah. I'm using Dallas D with Wentz, and like that's a part of my stack with Wentz. I, using I just like the your opposing stack, defense. You said if you go Wentz. McLaurin and Lamb is already good. We don't know how much Gallup's going to play. Lamb could have done even more last week. They were willing to reward him after the catch he made to drop at the one to then make. I mean, the best joke of the week was he had the best play and the worst play <laughs> in the same game. It was pretty incredible, though. Like, you know, that was a nice catch, but he did his job for them overall beyond the mistake that he made. So I definitely don't hate something like that. And then I was going to ask you lastly about the Daniel Jones stack because, nah. because of Barkley. If you play Daniel Jones, you could put him with Richie James. You can run it back. Sills. Well, you liked Herbert to get the game rolling. Yeah. You just do a small I, Honestly, the, the, stack there's again. only four players in that game I have any interest in. Herbert, Barkley, defense, defense. Okay. And he, I don't even really love the defense. My thing is I think people are going to have Herbert eventually when we get there, especially if Montgomery's ruled out, we're going to see Herbert, Richie James be a popular secondary stack, potentially for good reasons. What are you getting from Richie James? Four for 40? No, a lot more than that. You no, can get you, you can get a lot more than that. What, out of what sure. is his player? What do you think his like? It, honestly, if you think that Richie James is going to be good, I'd play him because he's super cheap. But what would you estimate his player prop receiving over is at right now? Thirty-four and a half receiving yards. I was going to say like forty and a half, but I think I, they're going to give him something I, lower. I, but I don't think I, that matters. I, if you think he's going to beat it, then you're you're playing. Yeah, it. but you can just bet that. <laughs> yeah. I'm or saying you can, that you can I, I want to leverage the good. Like these to me are better spots. If there's no Montgomery and Herbert's in and I'm not playing Barkley, I'm on the opposite side of that game and people are playing uh, Richie James, but they're not doing anything with it. You can get a cheap quarterback. How much is Daniel Jones? Like 54 or 5,100 or something. He's super cheap this week. They don't even have Richie James props listed. I'll check out prize. Prospects is usually good for just like, Hey, here you go. <laughs> How do they not have him listed for props? They don't have, they only have like the, because they don't know if Herbert, if they don't know if Montgomery's playing, so there's no Herbert on the board. Wow. They don't know if Veluz Jones Jr. is going to play or not. Although yeah. it looks like he is going to play. Are they really mad? They throw the ball like Jones threw the ball a ton against Dallas, but you can like if you just look at the splits, like the pasty for Chicago has actually been pretty good. Their run D's horrible, so give it to Barkley three thousand times seems like a very good strategy. 
to me. Yeah. We'll see if they do it or not. Because I don't, know. I don't see as much of a ceiling. I'm saying for a way to get different within the stack. But again, he's only four thousand bucks, so I'm just trying to leverage what others are doing with it. And if it works, I'll plug it in. We've seen it work plenty of times. Like week one, no one played Wentz with his guys and ended up being, and no one thought Dotson had a ceiling. And then he goes out and gets two touchdowns in the first week, and you needed Wentz with it to make it make sense and, and get the, all the way to the top. So. Look, looking at it from that perspective, but all, all the other ones are just the, the game suck. Like Mitch Trubisky against the Jets. Well, I, I, this is what I want to do. I want to go game by game here just very quickly, yeah. and we'll try to find and see if there's any one-offs in these games that you could potentially slot in for the price. Richie James, our projections have met three and a half catches for 40, 45 yards. Yeah. So I bet you his, by the time it comes out, because they're not listening, PrizePix doesn't have it either. PrizePix.com, code MMN, by the way. Hit the description and go uh, sign up. Tambo's got picks. I got, did you win last night? We did not. No, I hit on Monday. I, I hit on I hit on the weekend Such a show. grind, though. Like, the Waddle had so many passes. He was at 39 yards like that. You only need 64. And next thing you know, uh, he drops every other ball or there's a penalty called, all that stuff. Just too many excuses. I, we'll I, move on. I got greedy. On my prize picks entry last night, instead of like I've been cleaning up on the two bangers, the three X two bangers. You can always find basically like a free one yeah. uh, that's out there, and just try to get good with the other one. I was like, no, no, I'm I'm feeling this one because I loved Mostert over, yeah, and he crushed. I even bet him on like the progressive in terms of player props. Just for, after looking at the workload that he got last week, I was like, he played way more than Chase Edmonds. They just didn't give him the ball. That's they'll, what it they'll, was. Give, they'll give him the ball this week. First half last night, same thing too, and it didn't show. And then second half, he went off, which was nice. It yeah. Got a little bit out of him. So his rushing over was like 34 and a half or something like that. I was like, oh, there's my over. I took Tyreek over. Who did I have from the Bengals side? I had uh, Tyler Boyd over receiving yards. I was like, well, Gasicki's not going to do anything. Jeez. Under 22 and a half, 23 yards. <laughs> Brutal. That's a bad beat, too. The, the other was... Um, and he caught, the, he caught the stupid one-yard pass from Teddy on, like, the second time he came in. Yeah. Sucked. Normally, you wouldn't even see him in there as much, either. That's sort of the way it shook out. That hurt against my Waddle stuff, too, with the yardage he picked up. But the, um, the, the Burrow over completions... He got, he got like within two and they literally ran Mixon all day long. Why were they? Just, I mean, I know I have they no won, clue. I know what. they won the game, but they're offensive. Like if Tua doesn't get hurt, I, oh, think, I think that they, they lose, lose the game. I think they lose for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they almost, I mean, there was still a chance down the stretch. Teddy threw that pick. It was like, they at least could have got close. Yeah. It was just, and that was, it was just a, to me, it was a bad game plan. Everyone was talking about fake sharp, Zach Taylor going on about his play calling and stuff like that. I just thought it was crazy. The amount of times in the certain situations that they ran it, I would have expected a lot more. I thought we were going to crush the over on pass completions for Burrow. But. Uh, between you and I, you mentioned Daniel Jones and his options. He's 5,400 bucks. I'd rather play Gino at the same price. I'd rather play Brissett for a hundred dollars more. I, would, I, I don't know. I'm saying that I am going to play those guys. Those are guys I'd rather play. So here's an example. I'll give it because I was going to give it and then we'll do the, I love the idea of the game by game thing. But I was saying, so people are going to get to Gino eventually here because this game is picking up steam. He's easy to stack with Lockett or Metcalf, et cetera, et cetera. If you went with Jones and Richie James as a way to use the Richie James chalk, and again, I think we'll see that come down some as the Barkley, Barkley's not going away. Barkley's <laughs> going to stay as chalk. Not a lot of people are going to want to play both. But if you went with Taylor and then will you like Williams without Barkley, right? You're able to play Williams in this lineup now, but you have Taylor instead of Barkley by doing that. And then you've got Jones over Gino at the same price, meaning you could put in Penny. You've got like Taylor, Penny, Williams. You're stacking up that game. You're, you're getting a little bit different. You could get Herbert in there instead where you're using a game stack that uses some of the chalk, but not the most popular piece in Barkley. And then you're leveraging off Barkley using a guy like Taylor. Pivoting off, I should say, going to a guy like Taylor. Now, this is why you win and I don't, because I just personally don't like those builds. Like, yeah. I just don't like those players. I don't want to use them. Like I'm just putting X's through them. 
Yeah, that's what I think most are doing. I, again, it, it yeah, doesn't, no, it's going to work, and I'm only using a small portion of the portfolio to do that. But I'm saying I'm, the, that's what what I always say. It's not who you play; it's how you play them. I'm playing the game of what the rest of the field is doing, where most are saying, "Oh, those players all suck. I don't want to play those players and together." And they're right nine out of ten times. You're trying to hit the one time. I only care about the one, one time, time because it's how much. It's not when you're right; it's how much you make when you are right. Yeah. and that's what that one comes down to. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One-offs, game by game, Jets, Pittsburgh. I think Najee is interesting as someone no one is going to use. Are you seeing Deontay get love? Like I, I am. I am seeing Deontay get love. Okay. I was surprised. Trubisky's 5,100, by the way. I, there's no way I can sell you on this one, but I'm just saying Trubisky won a lot of people Millie Makers back. And speaking of JPP and Rhodes, this is a little bit further along, but like 2018 was when Trubisky was winning people Millie Makers three or four times, I think, that season, but maybe two or three times. But the point being, if Deontay Johnson gets love, Zach Wilson's back this week, I believe, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And so 
Do we see Wilson on Wilson Love? Do we see Elijah Moore creep back into the mix? Like, what do we do? Like, all the projections love Tyler Conklin. Was he a Flacco guy? Like, is he just a Flacco? Hey, there's that guy. I'll throw to him. Yeah, who did Conklin have come back, though? They had had Uzama come back last week. Didn't make a difference. Supposed to be a revenge game. But now, it got got me off off of Conklin (laughs) when I really should have used Conklin. So, so I was on him all week, and I was like, "No, no, 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 this isn't going to work out <laughs> well." Me. For do me. you do you think you want to use the Wilson side? No, like I just have, like in this game, Najee is really the one that I'm looking at. So, so who do you think he likes as a receiver better? Is it do you think it's Conklin Wilson with Wilson, or does he go to Elijah Moore? Who do you think Wilson wants to roll to? I here? mean, if he's any good, he's going to throw it to the guy who's open. <laughs> True, but I don't. I'm know. thinking though when you said I like the Najee call more than the Deontay Johnson one. Actually, but I, I would just call sense. this like uh, uh, this this section. I just want to use like if. We can talk about stacking up these games anyway. I'm just seeing if there's like a one-off that you actually just like, hey, that's a piece that I can use in a lineup. Yeah, and you don't have to. I'm more talking secondary stacks. I'm yeah. just joking with these quarterbacks <laughs> some, but I'm saying like maybe. But you, you see like Najee is the guy I agree with you. On the other side, it's one of Wilson, Conklin, or It would be more. It'd be, if I had to pick one, it would be more. Just because yeah. fewer people would So use with them. this exercise, I like that because if they, they don't have to use them together. Oh, yeah, okay. if you, if you get not, a secondary not stack. Not one-off, secondary stack. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You can you can mix and match, but I like uh, playing it for the one-offs. If you want to play them together, they work out as good secondary sacks. It's a good little segment. Tennessee and Indy. Traylon Burks, always. He sucks. <laughs> he's he's he, everyone. Okay. You know who loves him? The he is the new Lavisca Chenault. Is who Traylon Burks is. Guy is terrible. Uh, yeah. And no one will use Robert Woods because of it. LaVisca went off last week. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it took for, him a year and a half. It, it to, took him... You, see, that's the thing. You think he's been in the league a year and a half. He's been in the league like five years. <laughs> he's terrible. It has been a while. Yes. Every year I hear, oh, man, what, what an athletic freak. LaVisca spark Chanel. score, baby. Spark yeah, score. Oh, spark score off the charts. Like, yeah, just one problem. He's not any good. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, man. Well, why, why, don't we, uh, why don't we throw him, Traylon Burks? We can get a Darrell Green Beckham off the heap. Yeah. We can throw him back in, too. Sometimes there's all spark, no fire. That's been the problem. You need those flames on DraftKings, and you don't get that with a guy like him. So what else? What do we got in this game, then? What do you like? I think the running backs. Pit, I, I would just say Pittman. Pittman Henry. Yeah. I'm, or I'm or Pittman Woods. Taylor. Ta- ta- I mean, Taylor is already popular. I, I don't think that you need to – if you want to play Taylor – I don't think you need to stack him up with anyone. Like, oh, of course not. Yeah, I'm you just, you. You just You play Taylor, hope it works out. But everyone's using Taylor. Yeah. Also on the previous <laughs> one, Steelers D. Zach Wilson just coming yeah. back, knocked the rust off. Just saying, especially along the stretch. I think they're a little bit more expensive, but the well, Cowboys get up there and get some steam. You never know. I think we can do Ds. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it anyway, yeah, I yeah. guess. That's what I said. If you just think of that as you're going through it. How about a Chargers stack? Everyone's off the Chargers. Yeah. Keenan Allen, maybe not playing. Eckler, Mike Williams, Herbert, bring it back with Pierce. Or Cooks. Or Cooks. Yeah. I like that. that was, I had sneaky interest with an arrow to Justin Herbert's name on my spreadsheet here, and it was the same thing that you just said. I didn't even think of Pierce in that because I was going Eckler. So I was like, I, but you can you could play those two again. Those are like two where you could break the rule of running backs in the same game or whatever. Like You could definitely do that. Now, honestly, I just like Houston's D. They're cheap. No, like Herbert's not mobile anymore. They have a great pass rush that I don't think the people understand how good it is. Fifth and adjusted sack rate. Mm-hmm. So far, they lose their best O lineman and replace him with an absolute scrub yeah. on the Chargers. Like everything kind of points to the Texans this week as being the cheap D that I want. And I, I, I have no gauge of whether they're going to be popular or not. Everyone else might be onto this already. Yeah. And I'm just re- saying what everyone else is saying in an echo chamber, but I will be using the Texans D. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm with you on that one, even with Herbert in there. It's kind of where people would then shy away. Oh, Herbert's back. But I actually like the stack that you said. Like, again, 
it is a struggle. We've named a bunch of names, not because we want to name everyone. We're not going to victory lap it. If one of them hits, say, oh, see, we told you. It's yeah, like, listen, I, I don't think I'm going to use this Herbert We're just stack, saying it's but. just tough to, like, when you look at it, we know what it is at the top with the Allen and Lamar situation. We've talked about Goff seriously in the sense of that game. We've talked about a couple others that we do like. But if you went to Herbert, I wouldn't fault you for it. And it's an easy stack if we get the Allen news that he's out because it's Eckler, Williams, I like Collins in the passing back and forth, but maybe it is Pierce. It's just the point. And it could be like you could use Palmer instead of Williams because Williams has either been really great or yeah. horrible if Allen's out. Uh, Take that shot. But I, I like that call. Other than that, not too many pieces in that game. I love the Eckler call you had earlier. I like Cooks. I think he's just Cooks, Amari, guys like, again, some of different matchups you don't want to play. Though. I'm just saying these have been like wide receiver ones that people just gloss over. And if you actually do, and we do a review show on Run Pure for the Monday Millie Makers, we check out on Monday all the Millie Maker winners. Oftentimes it is just that. It's like, oh yeah, that guy's a wide receiver one for that team. We just <laughs> didn't, didn't play him because we wanted to play the Jeffersons and the Diggs and the real wide receiver ones, but it's just not true. Chicago and New York, we covered. Washington and Dallas, I feel like we covered. Would you use like a one for one there? I think the Washington Dallas is a good game to find that offset. Like if you liked Pollard and McLaurin, and they're both not too expensive. You could use them against each other still. I actually don't hate that overall, running something like that within that game. I, I just feel like I, if I'm going to use anything from this game, it's probably just going to be Curtis Samuel. Yeah, you you like him a lot. I think a lot of people do. I'm, I'm just, I don't care as much. He's good. If, if he just, ever finds the end zone, like he's top notch. <laughs> sort of like Miles Sanders at, at receiver. But it, I, he's that's an amazing comparison. But he doesn't leave you high and dry. Like, like Miles Sanders will score you three points. Samuel right. will score you like, 12. Yeah, I would say like 7 or 8. But he's up yeah. in price now. Like he's $5,700. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't know if I like that. Like when he was 47, it was like, okay. Yeah, 43 week before that. Yeah, when he I, wasn't well. on the, I wasn't on him. Those yeah, those, those are the times you want to play that, I think. Uh, but either way, I hear what you're saying. That's all I think about in this game. Seattle, Detroit, Jacksonville, Philly. We've covered Buffalo, Baltimore, obviously. Is it worth playing any one off in that game, do you think? Buffalo, Baltimore? Yeah, like if you're not stacking up that game, is it best to avoid it? Because I think that either defense would be the way that I would go. Like defense or running back? And the reason being, because you're already saying it's not going to hit the moon with the score. You're not worried about the the overstacks beating you. S- same as I talked about earlier. If you go like Allen Diggs and a, and a tight end, it's good. But in the largest fields, I don't think you want I think you want to at least double stack, even Lamar, and take a shot on a Bateman or a Duvernay to fill out, not only give you some roster space with your Andrews or likely whatever you end up doing, but the point being, it, if it goes off, I think it really goes off. And I think in the largest field tournament, you hit those three pieces. You're like, damn, I nailed it. No, someone else has it all. Think back to Buffalo, Miami, when you had your Tua, Tyreek, Andrews. And it was like, oh, by the way, here's Bateman showing up too. By the way, Waddle's going to do just as much as Tyreek in this spot. You don't have the overstack, you're done. So I think you're, what you're to your point, you'd want to use the running backs or the defenses to say that the game didn't happen the way everyone thought it happened. Arizona, Carolina. Interesting. I don't think this game is interesting at all. No, for the one-offs that you're talking about, the James Conner piece could be something. Dorch would be the only other one because I think J.C. Horn absolutely demolishes Hollywood Brown. I was just going to say Hollywood Brown would be to, to talk about, so the Dorch and, piece. And it, I can't keep going with Dorch here. Sorry. He's up to 5000 bucks. Yeah, same, that's, what that's what I mean. So but, Samuel's situation, like going back to the price but points. But he, he's still $5,700 cheaper in that respect. I think that Hollywood Brown does get taken out of this game a little bit. Ertz would I guess he's the he's going to be a chalky type. We're just going to say I don't see any ceiling with Dorch and the price is up now and like I said Hollywood gets strapped down so I don't like so that. So it could just be Ertz. It's Ertz or Connor because they're at positions where they that can, can come through and they can score touchdowns. Exactly. Yeah. And Ertz probably more actually for me just thinking about it and where Connor's priced at and everything. And then the other side, what about DJ Moore? No. Did you see the little interview? Oh, I thing? saw. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he still has 
Baker Mayfield not throwing the ball. Yeah. If we get CMC out. Well, if CMC, okay. If CMC is out, do you care about the Carolina running backs? Because I don't. I don't. No. Like, I, that's that's such fool's I'm just gold. saying, could a guy like him get peppered enough? No, I don't think so. That it now starts I, to I, rack up. I think that they will say, hey, Deonta Foreman, here's 13 okay. carries. God, hey, Chuba suck, Hubbard, man. here's they're 12 so carries. Bad. And they're going to go for two yards a carry. Maybe they score a touchdown. That Carolina just wants to... Yeah. They want to play the shortest game possible. And Baker sucks. Sorry, Panthers fans. I don't even know if there's such a thing. But honestly, it has to be the absolute worst to see this happen right now. Like, this team is so bad. And CMC is just struggling along with it and he's still getting you like 17 or 15 because it's you know cmc but man it's just hard to see the ceiling even on him when in the setup that they're in now and i know it's early we're talking four weeks in overreactions i don't think this is an overreaction i just think it's bad you want a cheap secondary stack new england green bay is the game for you we talked we love that My- myers and dubs no oh, myers uh, and dubs or ramondre, ramondre and, dubs. and dubs yeah yeah like they just don't worry about anyone else in that game if lazard goes off well you're screwed what about the resurgence of Devonte parker it was with Myers out, by the way, but I'm just saying. That was the spot last week that actually showed up in some of those winners because people played it because Myers out. Others were too scared to go there. Yeah, and I was. Like, he you is know who a was? de facto wide receiver I, one. I, I was on my phone taking a shit on Sunday morning. People were looking for those, by the way, in the comments. Yeah, the, the shitter lineup? Well, yeah. We can't give out lineups because someone ratted us out for lineup sharing. Yeah, they're sharing them on uh, NFL Network, though. You can see a full lineup. Yes, yeah, like, you can see it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, now the it wasn't a problem until you were on the show. Yes. When it was just me giving out my lineup, people were like, yeah, play that lineup. Now that you're here, people are like, well, yeah. that might be sharp. Well, yeah. let's, let's <laughs> not give these ones out. But with Myers, I had him in, like, every lineup last week. And then he's the late second. It was like, Obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown is now out. Yep. But it was like that situation last week. It's like, yeah, he's probably going to be out, but I'm going to keep him in there because I want to play him. If he's playing, I want to play him. And then immediately that happened. That's how I ended up on Olave because he was my favorite of those other guys. Not Can't, a bad swap. Well, it was it was Gage, the three guys that I ended up going to in all my Myers lineups were Gage, Olave, and Dubs, just depending yeah. on how I wanted to make my lineup. And they, all three of them hit. All so it, it worked out. No, you had to but, remember, put all those. Everyone's playing high high-priced wide receivers this week. I like these three. Let me just plug those three into a lineup and see what I can do. And you would have probably ended up getting there just by accident. Well, that's how my Mahomes lineup worked. Yeah, exactly. Because I had all the expensive running backs and quarterbacks and just used three. Pittman in the flex even or whoever. I forget who was in the morning and afternoon, but yeah. It it was the jabroni receiver crew who all went off. And that that shit might have been with no power. I was on my phone. Oh, okay. So I, I'm I, had, he had no, I had no power in here. Yeah. I hooked the generator up so I could watch all the... Uh, yeah. The generator didn't quite handle all of the uh, the light. I mean, how many lights are up here? Like A lot. More than people probably think. Yeah, there's one, two, three. There's probably like 20-something lights in this room. Yeah, it's a lot. And we have to run the cameras, yeah. the, the TVs. Like, it was just... It was too much. Some people don't get about a generator. I think it's like, I don't know, we're getting off top. But it's funny to be like, oh, you got a generator. You can do it all. It's like, no, it's literally... It's like the power of my fridge... My air fryer to feed my kids and like this. TV. Like, yeah, TV or something yeah. or, or get my laptop working so, or the internet so I can actually get on and build my lineups. That's the number one focus right now. So Ramondre, Dubs. Dubs is the only one I have interest in from the Green Bay side. If they if Aaron Jones wants to kill me, well, I was just going to say, any I interest in the running backs? We didn't no, talk about I, them, but I, I, don't, I, I don't. I had them way down the list with a question mark beside them. So yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm as high there either. So. And, and that's not to say that they can't go off. That's not what I'm saying at all in this in this game but for the cost of six thousand for aj dillon like i'd rather play Khalil herbert for three hundred dollars less i really would yeah i'm with you there's other guys and aaron jones at 75 like i'll get up to chubb i'll get up to barkley or get down to Najee. like they're they're such weird prices and maybe that's great for like they're aaron jones has no ownership this week but i just don't think this game shoots out do you with brian hoyer no 
<laughs> so that but, answers but that. Myers, I really don't. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it is the way that it is. I don't see it. And again, even around him at no ownership, the when you have like I'd rather play Eckler with 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 more ownership than Aaron Jones. If he's ten percent more owned, I still want to play him. So it'd be Myers. So he's in a better spot. It'd be Myers or Stevenson for me from the New England side. Only Dubs at forty five hundred. Dubs is where I had interest because again, he's is to he, me Dubs is like you're not getting the Dorch or the Samuel type price increase. It's just a fair increase based on he's like the guy that's there. He's the dude now that could get the opportunity still underpriced. I only see him at 8% ownership too. Like if Lazard wasn't 6,200 bucks, it'd be nice, but he is. Yeah. And the more I think about it too, just going back to it again, if I was building those, those Daniel Jones lineups, I'll probably put it like a qualifier or something, but I'm saying from, again, that's 80 people or less that I just had to beat 80 people for large field. I think I'll just get off it completely. And I would much rather find the 500 bucks to go up from James to dubs even if it's only in a secondary stack or as a standalone one-off, I just think the ceiling is that much higher. Last one is Denver and Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you who people are using just based off the ownership percentages in this game. People Jacobs. are using Cortland Sutton and people are using Josh Jacobs yeah. and they are using Devontae Adams. Those are like the three pieces from this game that they'll go to. If Mac, if Renfro is out again, which it's now looking like he's going to be, I can see people going back to Matt Collins. Or do you think that people think he's a flash in the pan? Don't go back. And then all of a sudden he's just sitting here at 4,200 bucks being like, all right, I don't like this game. I think it's going to be like 45 and a half is the over under. I think it's way under. Yeah. I, th- I think people will definitely go away from it. Some. And the funny part is like, like they'll just say it was a flash in the pan, but he did have eight targets the week before, which should have led more people to him last week. People keep saying all this Matt Collins chalk. He was 8% owned. Yeah. I see. In I, large I think, field Millie maker. He didn't get to where people thought he was going. I think that people galaxy brain themselves out of it. They, they talk themselves into every reason why it can go wrong. It's like, well, he's, he's going to be 17% owned. Yeah. He's not good. And it's just like, oh yeah, then no one used him. <laughs> Focus on the spot. You got nine spots to fill up. You're getting different in so many other places. Like you're not, unless you're building a cash lineup or something, then, you know, do whatever you want. But I'm just saying for the other stuff, I, I would focus on, there's still a 45 and a half point total there. There is pieces from this game that interest me some. Even, we didn't talk about it earlier, but like Carr, Adams, no. somebody else. There's too many guys. Denver's just got a good D too. Den- Denver's D- I still believe in Denver's D. Denver's, D- Denver's D is to too watch. good. And... Now that Mac Hollins is like a thing on this offense, so now when you're like doing the tree of where all of this can go, you have to fade Josh Jacobs' rushing touchdowns, which they still like to run when they get in close. It's that or throw to Adams. Those are your two plays. Adams keeps scoring touchdowns but doing nothing else with it, so he's taking away the upside of the other guys yeah. by hogging all the touchdowns for himself. And if you do use Devontae Adams, he's super expensive that it limits what else you can do. But then you need to fade a Foster Moreau touchdown, which they enjoy to do. Keelan Cole is active now. They're going to throw him a bomb or two during this game. Then you have Waller to suck it all up. Like, I don't know where it's going. That's the issue you have there. The other the, the piece I was going to say was two, twofold. One, Jacobs is is picking up quite a bit of steam and the way to get off that would be to go with the passing attack the other thing is Adams would set you up with a different roster construction because most are using digs there or they're paying up at running back like you mentioned off the top of the show where that would get you different there eventually you got to think that Carr and Adams are going to hook up for a big game that's the question is it going to be against Denver though Probably not, but so does everybody else thinks the same thing. That's a, that's the most unlikely spot for them to pop off. But sometimes we see these, especially in the first ones, division games, they can either go one or, they always go one of two ways, either very sloppy and under, or sometimes they pop off. And then the next time when it comes around for the second round, people are like, oh, remember the first game? It was 31-30. It was insane down to the wire. And then the game is extremely disappointing for them. So keep that in mind. It's on the back of my mind. Again, the quarterback situation is bad this week. 
that's different roster construction and leveraging up what could be a popular running back play in Josh Jacobs. Cheap wide receivers, if you were to plug and play, like you had like $4,500 left in the lineup. How are you going to play this? You need something to fill it out. I got Samuel at 50 cents, like points per dollar wise. Yeah. I'm just looking at the these projections from runthesims.com right now. Slash Mayo to get yourself 10% off any of the... Check out the weekly. Do me a favor. Check out the weekly. You, I mean... Yeah, even after talking to you, you want it for showdown. Is what you want. Showdown, it's incredible. showdown. It's incredible for a lot of stuff. Showdown and is, props. Yeah, showdown is getting you closer to what some of the best players in the world are doing already, and you're just, it just gets you a little bit closer and to be able to put what you should be doing a spin on the game, build in that spin, and then have it tell you what if that spin happened. Of I think this team's actually going to win by twenty. How the, how would those lineups look? You think you know, but this gives you a better idea of it. So Samuel fifty seven hundred, Zay Jones forty two hundred. Romeo Dubs, 4,500. Richie James, 4,000. Marvin Jones, 4,300. Claypool, 4,700. Those seem to be the best points per dollar plays. I like Dubs the best of those guys by far. Yeah, I like uh, like him. I like Dotson. I'm going to stick with it. I'm not paying up for Samuel when I can get Dotson for 4,300. Still had eight targets last week, by the way. Um, Hollins, we talked about. If you want to go back there, if Renfro's out. Duvernay is definitely making his way into those stacks for me. Again, it's just all it takes is one play with a guy like him, and the salary relief is there. He's 4,100. I think most go to Bateman when they when they overstack that game, and I think Duvernay could be the play there. Man, not much else. Like I said, James, to me, is not the ceiling. I would only use him in that leverage standpoint that I talked about earlier. What about any of these other Pittsburgh guys, like Claypool or Pickens? I think Sauce is on Pickens. Like I, Deon, I think this is a big Deontay Fryermuth type game based on how the Jets' defense is structured. Mm-hmm. But Claypool doesn't surprise me here because they're trying to get involved. He's basically become their new juju that they use out of the backfield at the same time. Like, you think, oh, it's Claypool. Let's throw bombs to Claypool. It's like, no, they have Pickens for that now. Yeah. Now we're using Claypool in this completely different way. I just don't want that game. Pickens finally out-targeted him. I know. I'm just saying, thinking of ways to get it, especially if Deontay's getting love up at the higher price point. When we talk tight end, or if we do, I would say Fryermuth is interesting, though, in that spot, to your point there. Okay, let's talk cheap tight ends that you can fill out your lineup with. Like, one-offs. Like, points per dollar-wise, Conklin and Ertz are going to be probably your best, too. I... Do you believe I did talk myself at a Conklin last week when he was a great play because Uzama came back. Yep. Now Zach Wilson is coming back and I am once again talking myself out of Tyler Conklin. Yeah, I, again, I, I didn't have him on the list because of the, I knew Uzoma was back. I knew that it, he didn't do anything much with it, but just to talk about it, that was a guy that we can bring up. But I forgot a guy when we talked about this and it went with my earlier mention of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going here, but just to say but Bobby it, T. Bobby T, the same spot that Andrews just went 889 and 2. And Tanyan got seven targets last week. He's still pretty cheap. He's here. You, you know, what, what do you think? Is Christian Watson back? That's that's what we're waiting on, I think. So, you know, that's the Dubs versus Tanyan versus... I think Dubs is solidified with what he is doing at this point. Like, he's there. At least opportunities-wise. Yes. yes. What, we'll yeah, see what he does. Listen, I, I'm good with Bobby T. What, what is yeah. his price? Have 3500 Yeah. I have him, Fryermuth. Hawkinson as the potential leverage over Williams in that same game. And then the guys I liked at the top were the Andrews Likely, which we talked about earlier. You stole my line. Knox in that same game. Do you just use Knox instead of Andrews? Is that how you get a little bit different? Because no one wants to use Knox. It's at least a starting point. But, you know, that's where I'm saying I think that's when you're going on the Allen side. Yeah. Because I think you're going Allen, Diggs, Knox, and then having to make that choice of like Duvernay or Bateman. I to wanna, get even where you're still getting four pieces from the game, which is probably overstacked to most, but you're doing it with like that. You're not getting the Andrew. You're losing. You're like the FOMO of no Lamar and no Andrews. 
when some are going that way. So I think that's the interesting thing about it. I want to end with this game too. So we'll try to build up a stack with that because I think that's what people want to hear about. For sure. I just like pits. Pits and Ertz. Give me pits and Ertz yeah. and move on my way. Those Hawkinson are... if I... And just, I like to include the tight end in the stacks that I play. So Yeah, I was going to say, that that's the other one I had there was pits, Ertz, and I mentioned uh, Goddard with a question mark beside it. Defense. I mentioned the Texans that I really like. And I am not going to be talked off that and i don't think the ownership is going to be that like no i don't see any the steelers have the highest projected ownership right now that i see and they're at 3600 bucks so of all the cheap d's people are using like the patriots the commanders no one's using the falcons i guess that makes a ton of sense when you're facing a bunch of rushing attempts but i just think the texans are going to be facing passion like i've already given i've given my case for the texans 2400 bucks i think it's a great spot if not if i don't stack up and I'm not going to do this in every lineup, but Baltimore's D at 2,500 bucks, I think just makes a lot of logical sense if you're not stacking that game. Yeah, and we've talked about this on previous versions of the show where sometimes you just land there and you're like, oh, who can I plug in? What will I do? Like, if you're if you're not on that game, it makes sense to put that in because you're saying that that game's not going to go off enough to break Yeah, yeah. if that game goes off and I don't have it, I lose anyway. What's yeah. the difference? So you may as well plug in the, the leverage piece to it. I think people would be more likely to go to the Titans there against Matt Ryan at that same 2500 bucks. So And projections will tell you that you should probably use the Titans. Right. So I'm saying but if you don't if you're it's what we just said that's what makes the point. If you're not on that game already, you may as well go the other way and just not use what the projections tell you because it makes sense from your lineup build. Uh who else did I have the we talked about Dallas. They're obviously in a good spot. And then what about this one um Jags? DraftKings scoring and looking watching the games on paper, the eye test, everything. They actually look better then you might think, and if that game ends up being a little bit lower scoring than whatever, you know, it's Hertz versus Lawrence who had a big game last week. It's Hertz who people like. You're getting that leverage off of Hertz that way too. So I think that's another spot to just consider at least. And it's cheap. It's 2300 bucks. The cheapest you're going to find besides the, like, the, I would use the Patriots, but I just, Green Bay plays so slow. Yeah. I think people are using too, we didn't talk about, but the Giants and Bears. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's the same game, right? You're that's Jones 20, versus $2,700 Bears, I think, is going to be popular. Yeah. Giants at 3100 I think, is going to be popular. I get that. That makes a lot of sense to me. I The one other game that I would look at, just because we had no interest in it really from an offensive perspective, and maybe there's just not enough pass attempts to go around, but either the Cardinals or Panthers defense. No one's using them. I can see how points are scored defensively in that game. Yeah, I, I like the I like the call there. I like Car- I like Carolina because people liked them last week and they came through a little bit, but now it's no, not. They, they came through a lot last week, right? But I mean, for the ownership wise, people were on them, so it wasn't like you got some sneaky spot. But this week, even when they came through like that, I don't think people are going back to them because of that. And it is a good spot. We didn't talk about Kyler or liking Marquise Brown. We talked about shutting him down. All these options, so that that could be pretty interesting here at that price point. Yeah, I think I'm good with. Texans in every lineup, the Baltimore to sprinkle in kind of thing, or if I can get up to Dallas, get up to Dallas. Yeah, and Dallas is looking like they're going to come in underneath the Steelers. Yes, and the Packers and the Eagles at the top end, which I found really surprising. They're 100 bucks less than the Steelers, who look like the most popular expensive D. Which I don't understand. Just Zach Wilson playing? That's what it is, yeah. Interesting. Okay, let's do that Baltimore <laughs> Buffalo game. How to stack this stupid game. And we'll talk about like my, we'll talk about my stacks. I know you're not really committed to anything yet, but if I'm playing 20 max, 
yeah. I'm probably going to have three builds or four builds around quarterbacks with like a priority. I'm playing golf stacks and I'm playing Mariota stacks. That's for sure. And I feel like I'd be crazy to, it might, would I be crazy in a 20 build max or 20 max build to not play any Lamar or any Josh Allen teams? You're fine. Like I but said, because sh- should I do that though? I don't think so, no, but I'm I'm interested in this game. Like I said, I don't see what I look for is like what else is out there. And we made some compelling cases for the other games that are out there. And it's easy. It's like it's football. It can fail. It just has a high total. That's it. It has two great quarterbacks. But to me, I'm saying from what I'm seeing, I don't see these defenses as improved. So why would it not go there? If Mac Jones can like it's such a failure for <laughs> Buffalo if he doesn't do something in this spot. Look what Mac Jones just did to these Ravens. So how do you do it then? That, I guess is the question. So that's what I was looking at building out here as we speak, because you talk about it. The most interesting one that came up to me is is kind of building it in an interesting way while not going like insane off the board. And so like using your, your Zach Mosses and James Cooks and stuff like that, I'm saying you could do what you said. Go to Knox at tight end, play Diggs and Allen. Because Diggs, look, last week we still got all the targets. I know he was gassed and he had to get off the field from the heat and all this stuff that was getting to him. Still got all the targets. It's not sneaky. Going back to him, he's going to be owned. I'm saying, but you're just building the whole concept of the lineup in a different perspective of Allen, Diggs, Knox, Duvernay is a way to do it. If you don't want to use Diggs and you want to get even more money, play Davis. We'll see what, again, all these guys have Q tags on them. We're, we're waiting to see, but, and you know, he didn't practice on Thursday still, but. So if, let's say Davis is out. Let's just run through that scenario. So now Davis is out. They've promoted. We don't know if Kumaro's playing or not either. So that leaves you with Knox, McKenzie, and Jamison Crowder as the other potential receiving options yeah. on the Bills. Do you have interest in any of those guys? Because I would want, like, based on what I saw last week, I want Davis because Davis is going to run wind sprints down the field, and that's how you're going to beat Baltimore. Yeah. Like, who's I, I like Davis at 6,600. If he's out, I don't really love McKenzie at 5,100 chasing what happened last game just okay. because it's, again, he's priced, he's priced up for it. And now. we saw McKenzie and Singletary dominate in that game because the blitz was coming every single time. Where, yeah. What are the short dot routes? You can get rid of the ball very quickly, make one read, like, oh, here you go. You're wide open. Ball is yours. That's not going to happen against Baltimore. They have no pass rush. Yeah. I, I think that's, like you said, that's another way to go about it. If Davis is playing, you can get Allen, Davis, Knox, pick between Bateman and Duvernay, I think is the most interesting way, without just getting wild. But like I said, if you want to overstack the game, you mentioned Zach Moss earlier, right? Like, look at this lineup for a second. You can go Lamar Jackson, likely, and Zach Moss and play whoever else you want from this game now, right? Now you can put in digs, no problem, because you've already got the cheat. You have over 5,000 to spend with having Lamar, Diggs, Moss, likely, guys that can eat each other's lunch in this game. And you talked about Moss being a potential play anyway. Singletary is going to get love because of what happened last game. I know there's been some talk underneath around James Cook, but he was also down in that game. It's not so much that I like Moss. It's just I don't like Singletary. I I don't want to chase Singletary points in a situation where... What what about J.K. Dobbins? God, I hate playing running backs. What about Justice Hill? And I don't like playing any of them. Okay, so throw them. I, I think this is very instructive. Who can we throw out from this game? So McKenzie... Dobbins, Dobbins, Hill. Hill. That's kind of it. I think you can. I think if you want to get different, throw Bateman out. Yeah, you could. And then use Likely or Duvernay or that Porsche guy. <laughs> you probably don't want to play Porsche. <laughs> um, Bateman fifty six hundred is even like ah. People say it's fair, but man, that is a fair price. It's is it? Yeah, I think it Four is. Four targets, seven targets, five targets. Like man, you just gotta hope it hits. 
Yeah. That's the thing. But, but yeah, I mean, you're not going to win if it doesn't hit anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> like you're talking, quarterbacks you're talking are 100 bucks Ma- are plug and play, so it doesn't matter up there. To me, it's like how you stack it within it. And again, it's what you compile around it. That's where I'm like, okay, likely is not very likely, but the point would be, again, he's two targets, five targets, four. The point would be he's 2,700. If he steals a touchdown, it does affect Mark Andrews, and he doesn't need to ceiling out in order to make all this other stuff work. It's that you end up getting after the game if it does shoot out in a way that's different while being able to stack up much more around it from a get your ceilings elsewhere. You know what I mean? Get, get your guys in there that can just go off in other spots, right? So if you have Lamar, likely, or, or let's go back, sorry, let's go Allen. Let's say Allen beats them here. Allen, Moss, likely, and Diggs, you still have a 3-1. Buffalo with your guy on the other side. Instead of Andrews, you went down to likely. You have over 5,000. But now if you like, I'm just, we're not going to fill the whole lineup, but Barkley, Williams, I'm just putting in what people are going to do. You still have 3,800. You put in the cheap D, not going to name it or talk about it. You still have 4,500 per spot at wide receiver. So dubs. And you've got Josh Allen, Barkley, Diggs, Jamal Williams, the D <laughs> that you like. The two other pieces in the game, likely in Moss, that could definitely do enough with what else you're getting, and you're not landing in the same area as everybody else with these stacks. I'll take Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just staring at this Mariota lineup. Mariota, London, Pitts, Chubb, Ramondre, Dubs as the mini stack coming back. My defense, I have a receiver and running back spot with $6,700. See what I mean? That looks so good. It was so close last And it's going to suck. You, and it's going to suck when you. there's 90 points in that Buffalo game, and I feel like a moron. But that's where you're taking your stand there, yeah. right? As I said, if you're doing that and you're fine with it, I mean, if you, even in your 20 max, you can go 15 with that and five the other. It's like you're still putting 25% of your lineups towards this game. You're just over, you're, you're taking a bigger stance the other way. I just don't think you should play like six quarterbacks in your 20 max. <laughs> no, pool. I'm trying to build three or four. Yeah. And the only reason I'm considering four this week is to split between Allen and Lamar. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I would do. Like, again, you could, if you could go three and you want to go Allen, Lamar, and get your piece of that game on six lineups, three apiece, you get 14 Mariota lineups where you're saying, I'm going with well, the Mariota stack because it's condensed. Well, I'm going to, my, my two, like I said, my two main ones are going to be Mariota and Goff. Yeah. Like, I'll split those, like, of the 20, there will probably be 14 between, the, like, seven and seven. And depending on if I split between Allen, I'll probably, I mean, I could always go, like, eight, seven, five. Or something like that. Yeah, you could do that. I like the commit plan better that you. So had. just to just do you were gonna two? do. You were willing to. You were asking the question. Could I do zero and get away with it? You're already thinking that. It's sort of the gut feel going in. You said you heard me rename the lineup to you. You're like, ah, eh, not even that good. I kind of like what I've got over here. I mean, I, I the lineup that you mentioned sounds great. It's okay, <laughs> but I mean, what you said is a lot more what I see as like a floor ceiling. And if this game busts, it could absolutely crush it completely because all these guys could be dead spots in that game. So what I'm saying is. That's where I would say, like, you can go 12 lineups, four and four, or five and three, and also commit within that game to say, I like the Buffalo stack side of it better. Five Josh Allen, three Lamars, doing them in a different way, and I'm still committing to my other side where I've got 12 Mariota lineups. You're only using three quarterbacks. It's a good way to break out a 20 max setup to still get what you want, but commit to what you believe and even commit within the game to one side of the quarterback. Essentially, the Atlanta stack is the homeless version of the Philly stack is the way that I look at it with the quarterback that you have that also runs and the sort of condensed passing game. Yeah, people just need to start remembering that it's not always about the plays, the player, the names, all that. It's how can you stack it up? Last weekend, we literally spoke through it on this very show. We're doing it again here now. It was Mariota, London, Pitts. 
Other side, who do you got? Metcalf or Lockett? For Penny and Patterson weren't even in the conversation. And it didn't matter. I mean, Patterson did, but my point being, sometimes simplify it like that. And then you bring it over to this week, everything you just said, and you look at the spot here with Atlanta and Cleveland, and it is Chubb. Off bring it back with Chubb. I don't even see it in front of me anymore right now. 47-point total. Like you said, you know about Chubb. If you want to play Amari Cooper, you can. You don't need to you don't need to go crazier than that. And you know what to do on the Atlanta side. The exact same thing we just said. Now you fill it out with whatever you want. It still has a great total, right? For the slate. It still looks like it could pop off. If you want to get crazy in this game and really save some money, if Njoku's out, use Harrison Bryant as tight end. Whatever you want to instead, do. Instead of pits, you go London, Mariota, Harrison Bryant. There's your skinny, and you can just go Jonathan Taylor, Berkeley. Yeah, Lamb, the other, the other component is it's in Atlanta. Right? This game is not in Cleveland. So you're not going to worry about much there. You got the dome. You got the back and forth. You can have all that happen where I think you could just see this game pop off more than the other one. I actually love it. The more we look at it, the more we talk about it, and the more we broke it down. It just makes a lot of sense. So basically what I'm trying to do this week is win a million dollars by calling your all-in with Jack 3. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> we're, pop culture, baby. We're on it here. Yeah, that, 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 they're very bubble. niche, narrow pop yes, culture. They got it, though. They got it. I don't know if they all got it. Yeah, Some of them most got it. Well. Was it Jack 4 or Jack 3? Jack 4. Oh, You're Japan close. 4. Yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend that's his favorite hand. No, I, people have some crazy <laughs> And he favorite plays hands, it man. every time. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about poker, man. But again, we'll never know with that. We we only we get a lot of speculation on what really happened. Yeah, I, I like, I mean, you were digging into it. I like what you said. Just like, yeah, there's devices people could have to cheat like that. And it's just always my rebuttal. Like, I play with rich people who fucking suck at poker. There's also and we'll that. do things that's, like that. That's a key component, right? People are like, oh, but it's for this much money. But like, your money and their like, money who cares? is different. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's like when you when you win $20,000, you're like, well, I could have won more. I'm, I'm still excited about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, very but you, grateful, but, but you see I'm, the upside of it. I like, would like to have, and you're also playing a ton too. Like, yeah, it adds up quicker than that. That that is X amount of weeks of buy-ins versus for someone else. That's like they made their whole year. That's the yeah, difference. It's not mean, like saying I'm better than that. It's a, the point is that's the difference in how you think about the money. Right, two hundred thousand would mean a lot more to my year. The same as twenty thousand would mean to someone else's year that they're playing different. I mean, you could just take me versus you in this. Like the amount of money that I put in every week. If I win twenty k, I'm good for like two years. Yeah, you're in great shape. Yeah, for me, it's not the case. Like I could lose every, like when I won the twenty k in yeah. golf. I, I don't like. I haven't even come close to giving that back. Yeah. Like I, and it's not to say that I win every week. I lose most weeks when I do this, but I'm not losing everything. I'm not getting wiped out 52 <laughs> weeks of the year. That's just not happening. I'm still trying to win a huge NFL week after coming to an in-studio show. Because if you recall last bit last week, I was going to come over for the week three Sunday night. And you football won president's show, cup and, and I showdown. won president's cup and showdown and didn't show up to the studio. So, Hey, every time I don't show up, I do seem to win a little bit more, but I'm trying to break the curse. I want to be here and I want to ship after being here. So this Sunday, maybe the million bucks. Since me and you have started to do both the golf and NFL show like this, I have started to win money. Right. So thank you. The correlation, baby. There it is. Got to so, do something right to get back on the show. That's well, the key. Well, you should show, you should follow toe tag and Tambo on Twitter. He'll have his tidbits coming out on the weekend. You'll also be able to find those in the Mayo Media newsletter, the link to them in case that you miss it. And rumpiersports.com. What's the code now? Same. RPS Heater 25. We're on a heater. You, you say it the best all time. When is Big T not? I'm not sure if you saw over the last weekend. 280,000 on Monday after I'd won like 80. So it's like the way it goes, right? 80,000. He has to one-up it, get the 280. Love the guy. Keeps me motivated. But it's been a great run. Everything's awesome over there. We had another big night last night in Showdown. We, we all came in 99th the the 
the what do we want to call us the non-unique bros where we didn't actually get there in our on our own we got there as a team but didn't quite get there last night so we got to make up for it join us rumpiersports.com all right and uh run the slash mayo for all the tools prop tools showdown tools optimizer you can customize everything you want and you can get the weekly the monthly or the annual on that and the annual will take you a full 12 months so you do it you know last week of september you get it through last week of next september and slash mayo at the end or just code mayo will get you 10 percent off highly recommend that you do that play in the listeners league smash like sub to the channel sub to the podcast leave a rating and review i'll be back on saturday and then sunday and then sunday again and then monday because i don't i never go away i'm like crabs you can't get rid of me you just make me disappear you can mute me but i'll always still be there waiting for you okay i'm pat mayo thanks for watching i'll see you next time Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.